You're listening to Sun Tzu on the Art of War, translated from the Chinese by Lionel Gills. This audiobook is brought to you by Kriti and it's narrated by Aishwarya. Chapter 9 The Army on the March Sun Tzu said, We now come to the question of encamping the army and observing signs of the enemy. Pass quickly over mountains and keep in the neighborhood of valleys. Camp in high places and facing the sun. Do not climb heights in order to fight. So much for mountain warfare. After crossing a river, you should get far away from it. When an invading forces crosses a river in its onward march, do not advance to meet it in midstream. It will be best to let half the army get across and then deliver your attack. If you are anxious to fight, you should not go to meet the invader near a river which he has to cross. Moor your craft higher up than the enemy and facing the sun. Do not move upstream to meet the enemy. So much for river warfare. In crossing salt marshes, your sole concern should get over them quickly without any delay. If forced to fight in a salt march, you should have water and grass near you and get your back to a clump of trees. So much for operation in salt marches. In dry, level country, take up an easily accessible position which rising ground to your rights and on your rear so that the danger may be in front and safety lie behind. So much for camping in flat country. These are the four useful branches of military knowledge which enable the Yellow Emperor to vanquish for several sovereign. All armies prefer high ground to low and sunny places to dark. If you are careful of your men and you camp on hard ground, the army will be free from disease of every kind and this will spell victory. When you come to a hill or a bank, occupy the sunny side with the slope on your right rear. Thus, you will at once act for the benefit of your soldier and ultimately realize the natural advantages of the ground. When, in consequences of heavy rains of country, a river which you wish to ford is swollen and flecked with foam, you must wait until it subsides. Country in which there are precipitous cliffs with torrents running behind, deep natural hollows, confined places, tangled ticklets, quagrims and crevices should be left with all possible speed and not approach. While we keep away from such places, we should get the enemy to approach them. While we face them, we should let the enemy have them on his rear. If, in the neighborhood of your camp, there should be a hilly country, ponds surrounded by aquatic grasses, hollow basins filled with reeds or woods with thick underground, they must be carefully rooted and searched. For these are the places where men in ambush or insidious spies are likely to be lurking. When the enemy is close at hand and remains quiet, he is relying on the natural strength of his position. When he keeps aloof and tries to provoke a battle, he is anxious for the other side to advance. If his place of encampment is easy to access, he is tendering a bait. Movement among the trees of forest shows the enemy is advancing. The appearance of a number of screen in the midst of thick grass means that the enemy wants to make us suspicious. The rising of birds in their flight is the sign of ambuscade. Startled bees indicates that there is a sudden attack is coming. When there is a dust rising in a high column, it's a sign of chariots advancing. 
when the dust is low but is spread over a wide area it betokens the approach of infantry when it branches out in different direction it shows that parties have been sent to collect firewoods a few clouds of dust moving to and fro signifies that the army is encamping humble words and increased preparation are sign that the enemy is about to advance violent language and driving forward as if to attack are the signs that will retreat when the light chariots comes out first and take up a position on the wings it's a sign that the enemy is forming for battle peace proposal unoccupied by a swan convenient indicate a plot when there's much running about and the soldier fall into rank it means that the critical moment has come when some are seen advancing and some retreating it's a lure when the soldiers stand leaning on their spears they faint from want of food if those who are sent to draw water being drinking themselves the army is suffering from thirst if the enemy sees an advantage to be gained and makes no effort to secure it the soldiers are exhausted if birds gather on any spot it is unoccupied clamor by night betokens nervousness if there is disturbance in the camp the general authority is weak if the banners and flags are shifted about sedition is afoot if the officers are angry it means that the men are weary when an army feed it horses with grains and kills it cattle for food and when the men do not hang their cooking pots over the camp fires showing that they'll return to their rents you may know that they are determined to fight to the death the sight of men whispering together in small knots or speaking in absurd tone points to disaffection amongst the rank and file too frequent reward signify that the enemy is at the end of his resources too many punishment betray a condition of dire distress to begin by bluster but after to take a fright at the enemy's number shows a supreme lack of intelligence when envious are sent with compliments in their mouth it's a sign that the enemy wishes for a truce if the enemy's troop march up angrily and remain facing our for long period of time without either joining battle or taking themselves off again the situation is one that demands great vigilance and circumspection if our troops are not more in number than the enemy that's amplify sufficient it only means that no direct attack can be made what we can do is to simply concentrate all our available strength and keep a close watch on the enemy and obtain reinforcement he who exercises no forethought but makes the light of his opponent is sure to be captured by them if soldiers are punished before they have grown attached to you they'll not prove submissive and unless submissive they'll be practically useless if when the soldiers have become attached to you punishments are not enforced they'll still be useless therefore soldiers must be treated in the first instance with humanity but kept under control by means of iron discipline this is a certain road to victory if in training soldiers commands are habitually enforced the army will be well disciplined if not its discipline will be bad if a general shows confidence in his men but always insists on his order being obeyed the gain will be mutual